We are I. Good morning, everybody. 4.16 a.m. on this Friday morning. Still dark, not early, but it's coming soon that the the sun's going to be up or starting to get up at this time. And uh, that's just a great time of year. I really look forward to it. But um, I want to start off this podcast this morning by congratulating the Irish farmers. Now, if you don't know what's going on with the Irish farmers right now, uh, they've followed the Dutch farmers and are forming their own political party, or so what I've read online. Um, they're forming their own political party because they've had enough. They've had enough. And they're like, what a proud moment. Like, this is great. You know, when you have all of these all of these just regular people around the world. And if you go back in this podcast, you can hear me say, you know, like a year or two, maybe even three ago now. They say, you know, when you've pushed, you know, conservative farmers and alike so far that they say something, you know, it's bad. You know, it's really bad because this is a group of people who don't want to get involved in anybody's shit. They want to be left alone and they will leave people alone. But when you push and you push, you can take an inch and you can take a mile. But when you've truly gone too far, this is a moment that you need to stop and recognize that this is going to be a life-changing moment. For not only for for you, for us, but for the entire world. Because again, you see this. You see these farmers all around the world getting massive support from truckers, from rail workers, from politicians that are on the right side of history, from businessmen that are on, businesswomen that are on the right side of history. You see this. And I've talked about it at nauseum. But I just wanted to congratulate Yet another movement of like-minded and common sense to steal something from Peter Polyev. Common sense individuals understanding the pathway forward. Then I'd also like to welcome Tucker Carlson to Canada and him giving him his speeches, you know, in Edmonton and Calgary. You know, just calling a spade a spade. Calling Christia Freeland the piece of shit that she is for stealing people's bank accounts in Canada and still wanting to stand behind that decision and not apologizing. You know, calls out the CBC, says, I will go toe-to-toe with you. Please, please, please. Like, those are the things I like to hear. Just saying, hey, like Canada, wake up and get a fucking backbone. We seen a snippet of you guys have it and you know when the freedom convoy and the trucker convoys were rolling through Canada we seen that Canada finally had a backbone he's like wake up wake the fuck up and have a backbone you have a lot of people around the world that are willing to support you now not that they weren't before but 
They'll really stand behind you now. We need this. We need this global movement headed in the right direction. It's calling a spade a spade. But what I'd really like to talk about on this podcast this morning, you know, has to do with a lot of the same messaging from the same people, but this is from Dr. Jordan Peterson, who is in fully supportive of all of the things that I just said, because he talks about them at nauseum as well. When he talks about the monster that lays within, and I know that I have mine, and I know when it seeps out, and I know what ignites it, and I will steal this from Mike Tyson when you know he went back into the ring in his 50s. Said, you know, like the... The Lord of War, the God of War, his ego has been ignited. And it's time for people to get hurt. And I look at this very much the same way. I can see this in myself and I can see this in the, the males that are around me that have this, this demon, this monster, this fire that lays with inside them. And last night you know, at the gym, it was in a very, very minor way. But I can, it lets me recognize that this monster is just a little bit below the surface. And I'll explain this relatively superficial scenario, and I realize how ridiculous this is going to sound as I say it. But it's in one of those moments where it's not necessarily only just the scenario that happened. It's the energy that's around it. And unless if you are there to be able to understand the energy that's around it, it seems like just a completely ridiculous story. But I walk into the gym with my homeboy last night. Then I look over at the the squat cage because I'm like, I know we're going to do some bench press today. I want to do some heavy bench press. And I walk in, you know, I take off my hoodie. I look and I see that the squat cage, one of them is empty. And I'm like, perfect. I put my backpack on the cubbies. I take my hoodie off. I fold it up nicely. I put it on top of the cubbies. I take my shoes off and then I take my jogging pants off. I fold them up put my shoes back on, nicely put my pants back on top of my hoodie, put them in my backpack, put my cell phone in the pocket, zip it up, put it back on top of the cubbies. I walk over, I grab the assault bike, maneuver it around, try to get it out of the the space where it was in, four by four my way through the gym to be able to get to the opposite end with this bike, put it beside the squat cage. Nobody's using it. I'm like, okay, great. If nobody's used it in the last few minutes that it's taken me to be able to do all these actions, it must be free. Yes, there's some plates on the bar, but we're in a public gym. Let's face it, most people don't put their shit away. There's a spray bottle and a, and a towel beside it, but again, we see this all the time too. There's shit left all over. So I'm getting things set up and this guy walks over. And this is the point where you have to realize the... It's not necessarily the scenario. It's the energy behind it. So he walks up and he says, hey, you know, I'm working on that. And I'm like, okay. But immediately, I can tell by the way he's coming at me. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, this isn't good. He's just super fucking hostile and comes up, you know, right up in your face, like close enough. That is just like between your attitude, the energy that you're putting off here, the type of person that I am and how close you are now standing to me, I'm going to get defensive. 
Because I've also been in this situation before on both sides of this, where it's like, hey, man, you know, I just got a couple sets left. It's like, yeah, no problem, man. Can we get next? I get in this situation routinely. And I can see how it being properly handled and how it's not. 99 or probably 999 times out of 1,000 is going to be handled the right way. This so happened last night was the wrong way. So I'm like, I'm standing there as this motherfucker is saying this shit and being an ignorant motherfucker. And I'm standing there. So then I'm, you know, kind of take a step forward and I'm just looking at him right in the face. And I have that moment where the whole world slows down and I'm just staring at him right in the eyes. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Blake, this is the time. This is the time where you have to recognize that this is not worth it. And in that same moment, I remember when one of my other homeboys, he said, you know, when somebody is being ignorant to you and you know that you have the upper hand, one of the most dismissive things that you can do is turn your back to somebody like this. So I was like, okay, I know this. I feel this way. This guy is not somebody that it would take much for me to be able to be on the upper hand of. I know this. I can feel this. And I'm okay with this. So submissively, I bend down right in front of him to pick up my water bottle, knowing that my face is really close to his knee. That either this motherfucker could knee me, or he could uppercut me, or he could something. Hit me in the back of the head. Because he's this is the energy that's, you know, in this situation right now. But then I stand back up after taking this submissive position. And he starts making fun of my shoes. And I'm like, here we go. And then he's like, hey. He's like, I'm trying to be polite here. And I was like, what fucking planet do you live on where this is polite? So I walk back up to him. And I say, you know what, man? That makes the both of us. Now I'm just looking at him like right in the eyes. And I can tell this is that moment again where it's like, Blake, don't engage with this motherfucker. Walk away. So I walk away. And he just keeps on chirping just a little bit. Just a little bit. And it's like, just ignore him. Do something else. Distract yourself. You know you need to. Because if you don't, fuck, come on, Blake. There's too much to lose here. Go through your reel. Go through your highlight reel of the reasons why you shouldn't be doing this right now. Don't engage. So I just start doing some seated cable rows and some straight bar bicep curls, knowing that I wanted these straight bar bicep curls to be a part of my workout last night, anywhere our workout last night. The seated cable rows were just something that I needed to do to be able to just change this situation immediately. He's like, I got three sets left. And I'm like, take five. I don't fucking care anymore. Stop talking to me. We don't need to talk to each other anymore. We've established this. I don't give a fuck whether or not now, because you're an ignorant piece of shit, you do bench press for the next hour that I'm here. I don't care anymore. 
There's plenty of other things that I can do to be able to accomplish exactly the same task that I set out to do tonight for my homeboy and I is to just lift some heavy fucking bench press. There's another squat cage. There's dumbbells. Just fucking shut up already. Because we don't need to keep on testing whether or not the fucking monster will stay inside. We don't need to. Because it's there. I know it's there. Don't fucking test it. It's hungry. And I haven't fed it supper yet tonight. So shut the fuck up. And leave me alone. Please. Please. So I started banging out my sets. And I'm sitting there thinking as we're working out, my homeboy and I, you know, we kind of laughed about this situation about 10 minutes later after this stupid, ignorant piece of shit walked away from the bench press. And we work out and we're pushing and I'm grinding. And then I say to my homeboy after, I'm like, you know what? This is the value of working out. It's because instead of allowing an ignorant fool to change the person that I want to be and force me to become ignorant too. I can put that shit. I can feed that monster inside me a buffet. A buffet of bench press and bicep curls and push-ups and single arm off balance dumbbell bench press, assault bike, chest flies, Abdominal crunches. The whole bit. I can feed this, this buffet of fucking energy. So that by the time that we sitting, that we're sitting in the sauna, talking about this now, I have an opportunity to know that no matter what this ignorant fuck is going to say to me, now that he's followed us from the gym to the locker room, and now into the sauna, I know no matter what he says, that I've put that monster back in its cage. It's allowed me to be able to, you know, put the collar around its neck and tie the chain to the wall, to walk out and to be able to lock the door. And it just submissively lays down on the floor, quiet, ready for some peace. And I can go about my night and I can start off my day today standing on the hill of victory with my chest and my head held high in a far greater way than the shame and the disarray that I would have felt in my life if I just would have had to elbow strike this guy in the face. So chalk it up for a win. Chalk it up for a win. Because that's exactly what it was. You know, 20-year-old Blake, 25-year-old Blake, probably even 30-year-old Blake, may not have felt the same way. But the wisdom of age and the power of paying attention and the willingness to be able to be educated by somebody like Dr. Jordan Peterson and the like allows me to be able to have the fortitude to be able to know when it's worth it and when it's not. Because this situation, when I look at it, the only thing that would have changed this situation and would have forced that monster to be active, 
to be physical. As if my family was in danger or somebody that I love and respect is in danger. And I have no choice but to honor those people in my life by changing the situation to be able to stack the cards in our favor. And it wasn't that. So it's time just to walk away.